In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Heavenly Father, give you thanks and praise. As we continue our journey through Lent, we ask you to convert our hearts. Help us to know your will. Help us to repent from our sin and find our great peace in your mercy. Amen. I don't know if you've been going to Mass, this, if you add a daily Mass for your um, Lent, it could have been a good addition to add, especially during the season of Lent, especially during the first week of Lent. Because as I was praying with the first week of Lent, especially the, the wisdom of the Church and the wisdom of the Church to give us certain readings, it was beautiful to walk through the journey of where, God, where the Church has given us. We basically read through Matthew chapters 5 and 6 and 7. And the focus of it was how to pray and fast and give alms. This is where we get like the, the Our Father prayer came, comes from Matthew 5. And then also we progressed through it about repenting of our sin, about not judging others lest we be judged and all these things. And it kind of culminates today in the gospel about sheep and wolf clothing, about, about wolves and sheep's clothing, about bearing good fruit, trees that bear good fruit and don't bear good fruit. And then, all, and then finally kind of concludes that. So how do you build your house? Your house of faith, your house in, in general, your life of all these things. What are you building it on? Are you building it off on solid rock, which is the church, which is God, or on sand, which can be a variety of analogies of where we enter into that. But for me, for whatever reason, what I was focusing on, uh, especially today for this gospel and this Sunday, and then as we journey through Lent, is how is God calling us and to enter into prayer, fasting, and almsgiving? Or we do all these things, and they're very, very important, but Jesus cautions us on how to do them, how to do them right, and how not to do them wrong. It's very, very important to do that. But this should lead to something. There should be a something beyond and behind how we enter into prayer, especially extra prayer during the Lenten season, prayer and then fasting and almsgiving. The core of it should lead to conversion, should lead us to do something better, to be a better follower of Jesus, to be a better human in our lives so as to repent from our sins and to live for God. It can't just be, well, I did these things, I accomplished them, or I didn't do them perfectly, whatever. And the length ends, and like, look, I did it. Okay. Part of it is that, to have a sense of accomplishment, because we can do these things. A, t- a season of the church, where we, re- we detach ourselves from the pleasures of this world. But it really, there should be something deeper to it. And that deepness, that depth, that's the foundation that God is talking to, that Christ is talking about today. The foundation, how do we build? And if you build a solid foundation for any building, a church or house, whatever, you have to go deep. The depth of it matters. So the depth of the foundation of our house of faith, the depth of the foundation of our house of, of God needs to be on repentance to avoid the sin so as to live for God. That's where it should lead us to. So in Romans, when St. Paul is preaching about sin, he's really going hard at it. Like, yeah, of course, if we sin, of course, God's mercy is there. Of course, there's great mercy where sin abounds. Grace abounds all the more. Of course. But should we live in sin? By no means. He gets all upset. By no means. Of course not. We can't let sin be part of our soul. We can't let sin be what defines us. Now, when we talk about sin, there's balances and there's, ex- there's extensive things. For example, whatever reason, this past week, I don't know why, maybe because it was Lent, People, people who aren't churchgoers or are usually self-righteous non-churchgoers, they'll look at churchgoers, like all of you or me as a priest, in our imperfections, and they'll say things like, I don't go to church because people who go to church are sinners. They're judgmental, they're mean, they hold grudges, they're the problem, 
all these things, priestess, whatever, fine. And they're not wrong. You are all, myself included, we are all on a journey of faith in Jesus Christ, and the nature of a journey is our imperfections. The imperfection is the fact that we do fall into sin. Of course, this is life. In fact, it leads us to understand and to be humble, knowing that we are in desperate need of God's mercy and God's grace, and we're walking the path of salvation, but we're imperfect, and that's okay. That's one extreme. I don't go to church because all these people are hypocrites. Or the opposite extreme, I don't want to go back to God, I don't want to give my heart to Jesus until I'm done with sin, until I completely get sin out of my life. That's another false prophet, it's another like wolf in sheep's clothing, because it's not true, and it's not how we walk the path of salvation. The goal is, balance is, and balance is very important in everything we do in life, is that we are all on this journey. We're all just trying to follow Jesus. We're all just trying to get rid of sin in our lives, and not just for the sake of sin. Not just saying, like, not to be overly focused on sin, but to know that I love God. I want to enter into a deeper relationship with God. I want to found my faith, my life, on the foundation of Jesus Christ. What do I need to do to be better? How can I repent of these sins so as to be better in my life? Part of what we do with that, and the gift that God has given us, is the gift of the sacraments of confession. Now, for Lent, here at, here at St. Thomas, not just for Lent, for the entirety of the year at St. Thomas, we have confessions every Thursday at 9 p.m., every Saturday at 4.15 p.m., and every Sunday after this Mass, confessions downstairs at 9, 9.15 a.m. in the classrooms. And confession is a gift of God. I went to confession on Friday to Father Matthew. Father Matthew can't talk about it because he heard my confession. Ha! But I can talk about it because it's my sins and they're my confessions. In my imperfections, I needed God's mercy. I constantly need God's mercy. But how? There's some practicalities to confession as well. So I went to confession. I usually go to confession usually once a month, give or take. 99% of the time, either to Father Marcus or to Father Matthew to keep myself accountable because they live with me they, so they can keep me challenged on the focus of, of Jesus so that I can keep away from sin and live, live for God, live for Christ Jesus. But for us, as we go, sometimes what happens in confession, people will go to confession like twice a week. Like, I lied to my parents. Okay, that's all right. It's, it's a small sin. There are varieties of sin. That would be a smaller sin. There are graver sins, right? Then the opposite. We're talking about extremes here, right? Like, I don't do any sins, Father. I have no sins. Like, okay, uh-huh. We all have sin. It's the nature of life. We fall into sin. It is what it is. A huge temptation, which is a completely false. Do not do this. Like, I, what? Like, how, it's like Satan entered inside of you? Like, this is a different kind of conversation. Which isn't true, right? We just pretend to fall into sin, and it is what it is. People to other, other extremes, like, Father, I, I don't have any sins. Like, give me three minutes, and I will walk with you in the, in the Ten Commandments, and I guarantee you, you can find where you struggle in sin. Because it's, the God, it's God's commandments. God is like, here's what you should and shouldn't do in your life. You should keep God above everything in your life. Do you? Or is work, money, health, wealth, your family more important than God? Do you ever swear in God's name? Do you ever curse in God's name? Do you ever use a fanjan before? Ever use any horoscopes? Have you missed a Sunday Mass or come late to Mass on purpose? Those are grave sins in your life. Have you perfectly respectful of your parents? Have you killed anybody? 
more than likely not. Have you helped somebody have an abortion? Have you had an abortion? Have you gotten overly angry, which is kind of like killing your soul? Have you really harshly judged somebody or gotten overly angry at somebody? These can be harsh sins in your soul. Have you killed anybody? Pardon me. Have you gotten drunk? Have you gotten high? These are sins. To an extreme, everything is extremes and different varieties. Sexual sins, any sexual activity outside of marriage, period, is, is, can be, is sinful. Lust in your heart, looking at things. We live in a very hyper-sexualized world. You can barely go to the grocery store without falling into lust. The world is very sexual out there. In your own marriage, are you contracepting? These are sins that we need to be confessed so as to find peace and mercy in God. Are you honest in your life? Do you tell the truth? Do you tell false truths? That's lying. Do you steal? Maybe at work, you're logged in at work and you're working from home, but you're not. Maybe you steal from your customers. Maybe there's a different type of working in your life that you're dishonest with finances and with money. Or is there any sort of sense of jealousy or envy in general? For a lot of things. Maybe you're jealous of someone else's like life or their marriage or their happiness or their wealth or their hairlines. Father, right? I see Father Brian and I fall into sin, right? He's got a great head of hair. But the reality is, we all fall into sin. And what does God want us to do in this Lent and season? Is yeah, let's pray. By all means, add your rosary, add your daily prayers, add your Bible in a year for sure. Fast, give up sweets, give up junk food, give up whatever it is that you're giving up with your life. 100% do these things. And give money to those who are in need. But it should lead to something. It should lead us to conversion. To be better in our lives, in our souls, which dust requires us to get rid of sin. Yeah, are we all hypocrites because we live in God and because we're failing? Yeah, sure. But we know that we go to God, we receive His mercy, and then we go to confession, and we're set free from that. Because on this journey of faith, as we fall into sin, we want to let that sin go. Otherwise, we're building our house on a, on a foundation of sin, which is sand, which when really tri- tribulations come, we will crash. But we know that we're redeemed by Jesus Christ. We know that in the death of Jesus, at his death, he crushed sin. But we are in need of that mercy to receive that mercy in the confession. So for all of Lent, especially for Thursdays of Lent, because I think it's the best time for the average human in their life, all four of us priests here will sit for confession every Thursday. So lines will go a little quicker. If you go to confession every week because you were mean to your brother, please refrain Go once a month. That's a healthy time to go to confession. I go once a month. That's very, very beautiful. If it's been a few years, we'll walk you through it. Don't worry. We're not here to judge you. If you want to go behind the screens, go behind the screens. We don't care about your sin. All we care about is God's mercy. We don't overly focus on sin. We overly focus on the mercy and love of God. Allow this Lent, as we continue through the journey of Lent, to be a means of conversion to be a means of going deeper with the love of God, to focus on the mercy of God, to detach from sin so as to be more receptive to the graces of God. Amen.